everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, Jordan, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our 20th episode of Season 2 of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Somehow, we've made it to 40 episodes. Thank Crazy. you. <laughs> Crazy indeed. Uh, this... Yeah, this this week's episode is a special one because it uh, the, our title pays homage to the the original Canadian video game streaming show. We're talking Covideo and Arcade Top Ten today, and this is I don't know. Did you guys, you, Trevor? I know we watched it for sure. Daryl Jordan, did you guys watch Video and Arcade Top Ten when you were kids? I did. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it was it was one of those things that like I mean, I didn't have a good bearing of like TV air times and that sort of thing, but whenever that show came on, I was fucking hype. Right? Because like as a kid, you get to experience all these games that you might not necessarily get to play. You know, games weren't as accessible at the time, and you got to see other kids playing these games and critique them from afar. So like streaming but but less interactive i think that's what always bummed me out is i was like i want to be on this show fuck these kids Uh it's like oh it's in toronto get it marked down in your uh your paper copy of the tv tv guide yeah in the newspaper just circling it up so we're i'm gonna read the full description because daryl put a lot of time and effort and references into this. (laughs) We are about to take you back to the good old days where everything is hot pink, purple, neon green, pop blue, and sport red. No, not the ski slopes in the 80s, not the Value Village section of wild windbreakers. We're looking at our version of the classic Canadian TV show, Video and Arcade Top 10. Today for us is the co-video in arcade top 10 because we're looking at our top 10 games that we played over the course of this dumbass pandemic uh, that we thoroughly enjoyed and have gotten us through this nightmare hellscape. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys and thank you again for listening to another season of the good enough gaming podcast. Yeah. Thank you everybody. Yes, we, we appreciate you. One one small correction from uh, a, a previous episode, uh, because I fucked up and I'm like Ron Burgundy and just like read the lines as they scroll. The Spider-Man movie, obviously, I hope you figured it out. But the Spider-Man movie we were talking about was Spider-Man No Way Home, not Far From Home. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense with the holiday theme. Yeah. It was a better Moving title. On. It just wasn't the right movie title. <laughs> it was. Daryl was taking some creative license. We're, remember, we're good enough, okay? It's <laughs> good enough, yeah. We are There's not perfect. perfect all the time. <laughs> or anytime. Yeah. <laughs> those expectations low. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So our, our goal here today is to set out, and we, we took some time this week. We reflected we, we meditated, we did some Zen, 
we some you know zen activities i don't know the fuck a zen activity is but we did them and we we looked back through the last couple years and tried to think of what our top 10 games were from the past couple years largely because we've had an abundance of time to play these games and it's one of the things that not only spawned this podcast in the first place it's one of the things that sort of kept us together and sane and you know not you know ripping our shirts off beating our chests on top of a a bridge or something i didn't throw punch anybody since covid started so that's a win you have not throat punched anyone and in your line of work that is generally a plus I credit that to you guys for keeping me <laughs> keeping me uh, dialed, dialed in for the last year and a half, two years. You're welcome, customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before we, you know, we'll we'll go around the horn and, um, you know, maybe start to to list off our rankings from least to best. But I do want to start with just some honorable mentions, things from you guys that didn't quite make your your list but was still enough that you you thought of it and and wanted to you know maybe you know tip, tip of a, a hat to it sort of thing so daryl give me your i, I assume everyone has honorable mentions because we we can't do anything no we point, can't so. never agree to just uh, find no. out number of anything no no <laughs> no so daryl give me give me your honorable mentions uh, one of my honorable mentions was Need for Speed Heat because it is a 2019 release, but I replayed it last year. Um, so it's an honorable mention for me. It's not a new game, but I did replay it again and had some fun with it again. So that's one of mine. And uh, the other one, I'd be remiss not to put it in there just because it was something we all did together, but that is uh, Rock Band. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figured that would yeah. make an appearance. Ugh. I just hope that video of me singing doesn't make any more appearances. With arms wide open. <laughs> it's on the internet. It'll live forever. Yeah. Just a bunch of soul yodeling. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, those videos are saved and locked and loaded whenever needed. Oh god. <laughs> You're, you're welcome, world. <laughs> Can't wait for our Creed, our shitty Creed cover band reunion. <laughs> oh, it's it's going to happen. The 90s. Yeah, it's going to be spectacular. Gross. Yarl we'll think of we'll, 2020. We'll think of a Yarl Yarl <laughs> <Fest>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay, Trevor, let me let me hear your honorable mentions. All right, I got a couple. I'm gonna I'll blow through them here. Um, so I had Miles Morales, just didn't quite make my uh, my top ten. Interesting. Uh, Tales of Arise. Uh, that's mostly just because I've just kind of gotten into it, so I haven't put enough hours into that one. You haven't arisen to a point of being able to. Okay. I, I don't want to hear about me arising. Here. The people don't want to hear about me arising on this podcast. Right? <laughs> that's our uh, other podcast. Uh, similar to Daryl, I had Fallout 4. So during the the dead space that we had last year, I just went back through the, the PS collection and uh, picked up Fallout 4 again, which is actually really fun. Um, and then the other one I've been playing a ton lately, but still not quite on the list, uh, is Hot Wheels Unleashed. Nice. 
Nice. Which is a bit of it's a love hate relationship with that game, but it is a, <laughs> it is a fun, it is yeah, a fun very much racing so. game. Yeah. Yeah. But you've had some struggles, as we've heard. Oh, there, there's a couple things. I'm sure we might do an episode on it one day once Daryl picks it up. But uh, I have I have many thoughts on the game. But it overall, it is a it is a fun game, and it is it is a good time to play. All right. So I I figure Jordan's honorable mentions list is going to be pretty long, since his <laughs> game library is a little bit more bad. extensive. So I'm I'm going to jump in because mine's short. Okay. Uh, my my first honorable mention was uh, Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Uh, just based on the games I played and the time I put into it, like Ratchet and Clank was was a strong game, but there's ones that you know I've thought about more and put more time into. And the other was a, a newer one that actually just came out through the the PS Plus collect or PS Plus, uh, which somehow added like a couple million players, uh, just from PS Plus adding it to its collection, and that's Deep Rock Galactic. Nice. Um, I don't know what it is, nice. but there's something so fun about just mining minerals and being a space dwarf. And um, <laughs> Kyle's you know, we, we, first person Warcraft three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to work. He, wants, he yeah. wants to be one of the grunts. Yeah, <laughs> I require more minerals. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what it is, but there's something about like mining games where you're collecting minerals and drilling down and stuff. I've always gravitated to them. So this one, you know, it is, it is newer to me, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed Jordan it. Did. Enjoyed Jordan did. Enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> and, and on that horrible segue, Jordan, let's hear your extensive honorable mentions. Okay. So relax in the honorable mentions. <laughs> isn't that long. Okay. <laughs> I, I kept so myself. Yes, receipt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I put one game on it, and somehow the list was about eight feet long. I don't know how that happened. Uh, no, my uh, my honorable mentions were uh, mostly a lot of uh, Nintendo stuff. So uh, Mario Party Superstars and Mario Golf uh, were both on there. Um, just. I really enjoyed uh, the time I've played, uh, you know, gr- as a group. That's been a lot of fun. Um, I had uh, Battle Chasers Night War as another honorable mention as well. Um, I know Daryl played that game. Um, I think I played that last year, early last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, re- that was, really that cool. That was another treasure trove. Yeah, yeah, they kind of stumbled across it. It was super cheap, and um, yes, uh, you know, kind of old school RPG um, based off of a graphic novel series. And uh, so, yeah, really enjoyed that. And for the price I paid, it was definitely worth checking out. Um, I'll ignore my other honorable mention because it doesn't really matter. (laughs) All right, well. I mean, that was more succinct than I was suspect- expecting, actually. Um, You're welcome. He- <laughs> so I think we'll, we'll go back in, in the, the same order here. Um, we're going to go from, from 10 to 1, you know, from not to be confused with from 6 to midnight. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
But Daryl, take us through your your co-video top 10. It was difficult to nail down the order of things, and there's some things that would definitely be pretty interchangeable. But um, Right? Yeah. So number 10 is a game that I recently just finished um, for me, and it is a nice reintroduction back into the franchise for me. So I was very excited to play it. I put in a lot of hours and I had some help from Jordan to make it a little bit more enjoyable, and that is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Um, You're a brilliant diamond. Nice. <laughs> so, great game. Um, I, I, like Lots to do post-game, which made it a little bit more, like, gave this game legs for me and longevity, which made me appreciate it more. I like when games have post-game content that actually keeps the game invigorating and, and worth it in order to get some completion stuff. So I appreciate it. Have, you caught, a lot about this have you caught them all yet? Oh God, no, I can't. The <laughs> only frustrating part of that, and I don't know if you looked at this, Jordan, but like some of the things like you can't catch, you can't get Mew and you can't get this other thing if you don't have save files from these other Pokemon games, like Let's Go Pikachu yeah. and Let's Go Eevee. You can't even get yeah. them. Uh, there's another like one that you can't get without save file from Sword and Shield. So like, yeah, just some of that stuff. I was like, oh, okay, come on, like get over cross, yourselves. Cross marketing bullshit. <laughs> they, Pokemon has done that for years, where they they keep a lot. Like if you want to completely finish the Pokedex, it is next to impossible. Like just the the hoops you have to jump through are absolutely insane. So I, I told Daryl already a while back. I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm not, <laughs> I, I caught what you need." I was like, "I, I made sure I caught what Daryl needed," and then after that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good." We tried to help each other complete the. Well, we at least did the the first Pokedex. We helped each other complete the first Pokedex, which opened up the post game yeah. content for us. How many awesome. are there? There's like 700 now, Kyle. You're Jesus. way behind. There's a lot. There's, I think there's in, five sixty something in this one. Yeah. 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 The 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 regional decks is one fifty one, and then the national decks adds another like three hundred and seventy or something like that. Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah. big. Oh, yeah. Up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's number ten, um, and in. In that realm of Nintendo Switch, my next pick uh, goes to the re- the whole reason I basically bought that system, um, and that was to play the next piece of Fire Emblem, and that's Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, another game that gave me lots of longevity, and with the different story endings and possibilities, um, it was it's a good game. My only problem is this one is way more dialogue heavy than the other games, and there's way too Oof. much time spent in. Uh, in the like on the schoolyard basically um it, and so it's not my favorite of the entire franchise uh, which, which is too bad because introducing that stuff onto the switch gives it lots of capabilities and stuff but yeah it's still it's still a good game i still put in over 100 hours into like one of the playthroughs so Damn. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I couldn't get into it. I tried, but uh, yeah, the, the dialogue and stuff was, uh, it turned me off. I, I couldn't get invested into it. It's too much. Um, 
And as Trevor will start to realize, my number eighth pick in in terms of long dialogue <laughs> uh, went to Tales of Arise is my number eight. Oh, yeah. Uh, for this year. I love the combat system. I love the visual look of Tales of Arise. It's a beautiful game. Um, but, man, there's a lot of chatter. So that is that is yeah. number eight for me. And... Number seven. Did you make like a slideshow yourself or something? You're clicking through it. (laughs) (laughs) Made a PowerPoint today at work. (laughs) Uh, Number seven was one of Jordan's honorable mentions. Uh, I actually really, really liked Battle Chasers. Um, So that's my number seven. Um, It was a really nice throwback to turn based RPG um, for me and, and not too many party members manageable inventory system, fun little side stuff, uh, really cool uh, build up to the to the apocalyptic fight at the very end with the, with the major boss. Um, and just like a really unique visual style and transversal oh, yeah. through the map. I, I really liked that. I thought it was really cool. So um, that was an un- unexpected, uh, like really enjoyable game for me. Now I have a question. Do you chase the battles or do the battles chase you? <laughs> a little call me, a little call me. <laughs> Soviet Russia battle chases you. <laughs> uh, what am I? Number six. Yep. Um, well, this is um, this is add-on content. So number six for me is Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. So that's nice. the additional story added on to the original game, which basically gave you a bunch more chapters and a bunch of new characters to kind of reinvigorate and get you back into Mortal Kombat 11, which was dope because then they kind of brought out Spawn and stuff like that. And uh, that had me hooked. OG Shang Tsung. Like, yeah. Come, like, come on. The dude they, from they the movie. Out. Yeah. As soon as I <laughs> so saw that, I was like, I was like, yeah, I got to have that. Got to have it. <laughs> So good. Uh, so good. So, so good. So, uh, yeah, that re- kind of got me back into Mortal Kombat 11. Not that I was that far out of that game. I have way too many hours logged in on that game. I, I am very curious to see your total time played. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably pretty scary. Um, okay, number five is the game... This, I will always hold this game near and dear to my heart now because it is what brought us all together and got this podcast going. So my number five is Diablo 3 because that oh, was okay. uh, one of the big oh, things yeah. that we played a lot during the pandemic. Uh, even though I had played it before, it was I didn't really conquer that game until I played with you guys. And uh, yeah, that's what... We crushed it. We dominated it. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Still one of the hardest but most enjoyable platinums I think we I think we all have. Oh uh, yeah. Fucking hardcore bullshit. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah, oh man. That was, that hardcore was so permadeath. Good lord. Yeah. I struggled. Yeah, it yeah. was funny. That I was mean that's starting to be hilarious though. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh I died. We got that. Oh, remaking. Yeah. Oh, I died. <laughs> I've gone through about four characters in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I was just like naming some of the moves we had figured out with some of the new classes. 
Oh, so fun. And the chicken race, that was the best. That was maybe one of the best oh, moments. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> chicken versus, the chicken versus the horse? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, who won, Kyle? Who won that race? I don't the recall. The voodoo chicken. Voodoo the chicken. chicken. Voodoo, voodoo mama juju. She fucking won that. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right, keep going. Sorry, uh, number four is um, the reason I got my Xbox, and that is Forza Horizon 5 is my number Heck four yeah. game. What a beautiful racing game. Um, very enjoyable, lots to do, and very fresh, very different, and I like it. Um, visually stunning game. <laughs> uh, and yeah. three and two are not new games, but they are games that uh, I didn't play until this year. And I am now massive fans of both these franchises, and I can't wait to see what happens in both of them. I'm hooked. I can't believe I waited this long to play these. I'm mad at myself for that. Um, Three is God of War, and and two is Ghost of Tsushima. So those those games were incredible. I love them so much now, and I I can't wait to play anything that either of those developers make in the future and anything that releases into that franchise in the future. On that same note, I'm really excited for you to play Horizon. Yeah, Yeah, that's on my list. I'm really excited for you to start it. Coming up. You and Carolyn can do a full deep dive. (laughs) (laughs) If you you need help with anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's the one to talk to. Yeah. And it wouldn't be me if I didn't make this my number one. Um, And it is something that I spent a ton of time in. I've played the expansion. I have platinumed this game. I have spent countless hours perfecting like abilities and, and everything else. And that is final fantasy seven remake. Nothing was, if I'm being very honest, that game was the best thing that happened in the pandemic uh, to kind of get it started. It came out in April, 2020. And if like once everything kind of got shut down in March, like 2020 hit and the pandemic was going on, it was the perfect storm. I was kind of choked about everything that was getting canceled and closed and everything. But I still had this game that is like built off of the franchise and the actual PlayStation one game that got me, super into RPGs and and gaming overall. That is Final Fantasy VII, the original, and and I got to relive that and just kind of coast through and get really immersed in the story. And, uh, yeah, it definitely helped a ton um, playing that game and, and just kind of escaping a little bit with uh, some of the reality that was happening early on with COVID. So I will always love that game for that. And it is really good looking i guess a great looking game um, yeah fun battle yeah, i was gonna say a little less blocky than the originally yeah, <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> significantly a couple, couple extra cons- pixels in there yeah <laughs> and like considering the budget that they spent on the very first final fantasy 7 like and how revolutionary that game was at that time it's like it's pretty nuts but and they kept the house in the game so that's something <laughs> oh, <fuck> stupid house. 
fucking house. Oh my god. I've played a lot of JRPGs in my day, but I had to text Daryl and be like, hey, was this in the original game? Because this is too fucking weird for me. (laughs) Fighting a monster house. Found George. Yeah, it's from the original. So stupid. It's like just somebody just takes like a pile of acid in one of the in one of the general board meetings and comes up with a bunch of random oh monsters. Yeah. <laughs> what if? They, they what if? We, okay, okay. Let's. What if we mix a squirrel and a toad and make it spew poison? <laughs> no, no, no. Even better. Let's make a house with a mouth <laughs> and some legs, and it that shoots one. rockets. Yeah, <laughs> that's the winner. <laughs> We're putting that in the game. <laughs> Damn it, Johnson! You're you're you getting a raise? Yeah, you're a goddamn genius. <laughs> but that's my top ten, and I recommend everybody to play all of them. That is a pretty solid top ten, there, Daryl. Yeah, nice. I uh, like it. Trevor, would you would you like to continue with this uh, fantastic voyage? keep the list going luckily I, I know people think usually we're all on the same page it's nice to see that my list is a bit different um i think the the funny thing looking back is usually in the last couple of years i tend to get away from multiplayer games um but through covid sort of like daryl said and just kind of getting together with the team there's all like multiplayer games like hold my list together mm-hmm. um which is really cool so at number 10 i have our occasional fun night fall guys yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, nice, which, nice. Which we played a shit ton of when it first came out on <laughs> PS Plus for free. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. now it's you know maybe once a month or just if we're getting sick of the other games, we we'll just say like, you know we see the update and let's go get stupid costumes and run around like idiots and fall guys. Oh my god, the costumes were the best part. Oh yeah, they they've done a fantastic job with with the marketing and you know partnering with other games on that one. So that one will always be you know up there. It's it's just such a fun goofy game uh number nine another game that uh at least kyle jordan and i put way too many hours into is warzone <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro- like, broken, i knew that had to come up for you guys at some point yeah, yeah. as broken as it may be sometimes oh, like boy. especially early early pandemic like when it first as, came out yeah bad yeah. as you and i are at it oh man we i we were playing warzone like four nights a week like we yeah we played a lot of Warzone. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. There was nothing else to do. So <sighs> that, that one's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one, a little bit more near and dear than Kyle, is Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we mentioned, we have we had that episode about it. Um, I played the ever-living shit out of that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, love love the series the new one with the new graphics and the ps5 they did a they did a really good job of reintroducing the franchise so mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see where where they take that um with insomniac and all of their other ips and everything that they can do uh number what am i on number seven uh another blast from the past you know the year of remakes we've got tony hawk one and two Yes. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. you know, just another game, you know, maybe not multiplayer, but just something to sink your teeth into, get a bit of nostalgia, feel like a kid again because you're not leaving the house or doing fuck all anyways. So um <laughs> that one was really fun to get back into, like similar to Daryl said with Final Fantasy, like just to see how they added to what was originally there and it, it looks so much better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was nice to see them rebuild it from the ground up. It made a huge difference. Yeah. 
Uh, number six. Uh, so now we're getting into yeah, some good multiplayer games here. This was one that uh, uh, my wife and I play religiously together. Um, once my again, life. not allowed to play this unless Carolyn was there. And that is Sackboy, uh, A Big Adventure. Uh, yeah. the, new, the new PS5 um, version of Sackboy. They've added tons of stuff. Um, good family game. They've added tons of ridiculous costumes. Uh, always, always the the costumes right are the best part. They're they're so funny. You're just watching. You know, you mess up and you kill your partner. Yeah. Um, you just you, you see slap, the you person. slap each other. Yeah. Yeah. You get a frying pan. You can smack them with it. And yeah, just all sorts of good. Also, just like I know Jordan, you played this one. Just like really good soundtrack. Yeah. Really weird mix of. I don't know how they got the licensing to some of the songs, but they they mixed in these like thematic like music levels and stuff like that. And it was just you just get these big surprises. You got like David Bowie and Britney Spears and all sorts of like <laughs> weird music on this one. It's really crazy. It reminded me of uh, Rayman Legends on uh, PS4. Yes. They yeah, kind of did yeah. the same thing where levels were revolved around songs like the Uptown Funk level in oh, Sackboy. Yeah is so good like that yeah. level from start to finish like you you can't play that level and not just be bobbing your head to the music as you're going through like so much fun yeah it's gonna give it to you yeah <laughs> it keeps it keeps you happy when you're yelling at your spouse to keep up yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> come on keep it light it's fine yeah exactly yeah, no big deal uh, my number five came at a heavy encouragement from Daryl. I think this was kind of late fall last year. I did pick up Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Same thing. I nice. played the original a little bit, maybe. Um, you know, like one of my friends had it sort of thing. Hadn't really touched Final Fantasy since, but this new one just totally brought me back into the franchise. Um, I'm really excited to see the new ones coming out. Um, definitely picking those up. And then the rest of the game when they finish it yeah <laughs> uh number four uh one of our recent favorites uh once again keeping the keeping the band together is tribes of midgard uh this is our you know our this is our currently our go-to multiplayer shoot the shit you know have a beer find auto the adventurer kind of game <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, real real talk though. We got to figure out what the actual fuck he's saying. Yeah, I'm sure I, I someone... kind of like that we don't know what he's saying. We just <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're just swearing at people in some other language. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, he says whatever the fuck we say he says. It's just it's Norse for oh fuck. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. Uh, number three along the same uh, same path. Uh, kind of similar to Daryl. Um, I just grouped them together. I put Diablo two and three just sort of nice. as, a, as a grouping. Uh, I know yeah. everyone else hasn't picked up Diablo two as much as I have, uh, but both of those games, fantastic. Uh, getting that nostalgia and just same thing playing with the boys. Yes, sir. Uh, number two, uh, this was also another uh, lifesaver. Uh, so for everyone who hasn't listened to the podcast or maybe new here, uh, my wife and I moved at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, which has been a struggle. So we moved so uh, to Edmonton, uh, 
don't don't have a lot of (laughs) don't have a lot of people here uh to hang out with and also just with shutdowns and restrictions and everything and Uh, it's edmonton and it's edmonton yeah (laughs) yeah uh so with that uh it takes two uh this was one same thing it was kind of in a period where there wasn't a lot of new stuff coming out um just a really good team partner game um, I spoke about this before. It won game of the year. Uh, it, t- it takes a really unique look on like a multiplayer sort of like Rayman or even Sackboy where you've got like a team up uh, puzzle kind of game. Uh, but it really forces you to like learn the mechanics and like depend on the other person. Like you can't swap controllers. You can't do anything like that. Like two people have to be working together at the same time to accomplish a goal, which is it's a really cool take. Um, and they mixed in all sorts of wacky shit and there's like good mini games and exploration. Uh, so anyone that's looking for another couch co-op game, I believe you can actually play this online with random people, which seems weird to me. Uh, but you can, cause you have to play it with somebody else. It's like you have to have two people there. You can't play single player. Um, it's it's kind of cool. You can buy one person can buy it and send a game invite to somebody else and they can play the entire thing. I so totally like, forgot about that, which is really yeah. cool. That's yeah. rad. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. You could even split the cost if you wanted with somebody else, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I would just suggest people buy it. It's a smaller developer and they, they knocked it out of the park. This game takes you through a bit of a journey, you know, a bit of a couple's journey. And um, yeah, lots of, lots of really fun mechanics, but it's still very approachable. Um, and then my number one, this was a, a game that made the, uh, the wife list of not allowed to play it unless I'm there. And that was, <laughs> and that was ghost of Tsushima. Yes. So same, same to Daryl. We nice. put a lot of hours into that game at our house and just, you know, the story and the amount of stuff you could do and just how beautiful that game was. Um, you know, even the sad moments, Daryl with horses and oh, stuff like that. I'd still have PTSD <laughs> with that horse. <laughs> Dude, no, I, I'm not ready to talk about that. Yeah. I love that horse. But that is my that is my top ten. And a pretty solid top ten, I'd say. It's funny how we, we keep all getting sort of like recurring games just in varying positions within. It's almost like we like playing games together. <laughs> It's almost like there's only so many games that came out in the last two years. <laughs> That's also, also true. a valid point. So to, to take a short break from our, our co-video top 10 lists is our final fantasy face-off of the season. And this one, I believe, Daryl, we actually threw up on social media first, right? We did. We did. We yeah. got the votes. The votes are in. And I don't even know what the, the people finalize their vote with. So I'm excited to hear I, what Jordan has I to tried say. To, I tried to sway it the way I thought it would go. Um, so why don't, why don't you, Daryl, why don't you introduce and take us through the, the fantasy face-off? This week, it is the battle of the super stylish, wonderful hair and the giant oversized swords. It is Cloud Strife versus Dante. The Compensators. 
Sorry, as you were saying. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wanted to see what everyone thought about the uh, two of like the most ideal, like when you think of somebody swinging around an oversized weapon, two of the like the most iconic uh, video game guys that have done that in in recent history. So, and that mm-hmm. is Dante through um, Devil May Cry, all those games, and uh, Cloud Strife through anything. Final Fantasy VII related or any other like major title like Dissidia or anything that has multiple Final Fantasy characters in it. And I'm, I'd be interested, uh, Trevor, who's who's your pick? Um, I had to go with Old Faithful on this one. I chose Cloud. Oh, nice. no. I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, I mean, da- Dante to me, like I, I did some reading and I know he kind of like semi-relates to like Resident Evil lore a little bit. He actually does. I had to find that they said that he's actually supposed to be sort of an offshoot of a Resident Evil style character, uh, which oh, I crazy. Was, which I thought was really odd and interesting. But uh, no, I think yeah, we're going to you know, keep that. this serious, pointy hair, whatever, you know, warrior type person. I got to go with Cloud. Yes, he's got the the more iconic sword. He got the materia upgrades and all sorts of cool magic shit. Um, no, I think it's I think it's Cloud. I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> what? <Shocker>. <laughs> okay, let me throw this out here. Dante has fought like literal demons, devils, like all these sort of supernatural creatures with not only his sword but also has that, you know, like sweet, you know, pistol revolver gun swinging action to plus some like magical energy. Plus he's also fought against like Marvel vs. Capcom characters and been like a pretty consistent pick. If you want to be successful that way. Preach. How did, know, how did I know you're going to take this to the Marvel versus Capcom universe? <laughs> because I miss it so bad. <laughs> yeah, but but Cloud can also like Cloud can like summon mystical beings. Yeah, Cloud can suck it. Summons. Yeah, <laughs> Cloud can suck it. Best <laughs> argument ever. <laughs> it's the only one I need. <laughs> so cloud can suck it kyle gets bahamut <laughs> <laughs> is this our campaign slogan yeah, yeah, yeah i like it okay i'm jordan? gonna throw to jordan next because i i trust his judgment yeah so um so i actually i'm one of the few people that grew up i played devil may cry before i ever played a final fantasy game um, so, so I'm a massive DMC fan. Um, old oh, he's PS, on it. He's on a old PS2 <laughs> oh, era. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with Kyle. Um, I, I think he would win. Uh, not only does he have crazy abilities, um, he is also part demon and, uh, he has the ability to summon his devil trigger and basically he can, he can go super Saiyan. I mean, let's be real. He is a, I, I he is a demon super saiyan. So like right there on its own. And 
beyond that, um, if he fought Cloud, he would also bring out his motorcycle weapon and he would bitch slap Cloud with <laughs> with his motorcycle with his motorcycle that separates into two and turns into like dual wielding blades of tires, and it is amazing. For those of you who have not played, for those of you who have not played Devil May Cry Five, please go play it because the weapons are amazing. Trevor, say, say it. I know where you're going. Say it. Cloud, Cloud did beat a house. So <laughs> a motorcycle is just a smaller inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I think oh we made him laugh so hard he froze <laughs> he broke his camera <laughs> oh, yeah. Daryl what's what's your take it's well I, I need to know what oh, the people voted we know voted. where he's going where did the, how did the yeah, people I, vote we know what Daryl's right, so, voting for I, I will say it was very close and up until the very last day of voting Kyle and I were right but uh, the breakdown oh. was 56% for Cloud Strike Whoa. to 44% wow. for Dante. Okay, just like, this is the closest close. battle we've ever had. Yeah. How, how many close. votes were there? Uh, shoot. I don't know if I can pull it up anymore. Oh, um, yeah. Wow, it, that's it was awesome. around. It was also our most voted for. Yeah, well, 54%. You know, you know the old adage. That's pretty good. That's that's a close battle, but you know the old adage: uh, don't bring a motorcycle weapon to a giant sword fight. It's uh, <laughs> a house fight. A house fight. Don't bring, don't bring yeah. a motorcycle to a, a house, house fight. fight. I think that's just called a domestic, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it went from a hit and run to a domestic. <laughs> Oh my I god! Feel, <laughs> I feel like this fight <laughs> escalated. Cut that out too. <laughs> this oh fight god, escalated so real bad. quick. <laughs> <That's> so bad. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, you guys know where I'm headed. It's with uh, old reliable there. Um, just like yeah, sure he beat it. Like Dante beat up demons and fought against Captain America. Who cares? Cloud Strife beat giant monsters that came out of the earth, and like we're trying to destroy the planet and con- control Ultima magic. Like we're, it's not even the same level. <laughs> so, yeah, but can he go Super Saiyan? No, he can't. Well, he, he's he doesn't almost, have to. He's already Super Saiyan. Saying, he's already got hair? yellow pointy hair. <laughs> the spiky hair. He's <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always angry. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so Cloud Strife is Best the winner in a very up. close battle. Best matchup of the of the series for sure. Dante won. No Cloud no. won. Kyle. Fifty-six percent for Cloud. Kyle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Guys, I'm paying attention. Let him down easy. Let him down easy. <laughs> I thought you said 56 for Dante. I was ready to be so <laughs> smug as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have I won a single one of these this year? I think you won the uh, Doom uh, Guy. Doom Guy. You got one, you got okay. one right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got yeah. one. I'm, yeah, you won Doom Guy. Yeah. I'm on the board. He's <laughs> on the board. Well, thanks, you guys. That was another great oh. second of- 
hate you Fantasy face-off in the Danger Dome. Best matchup we've had yet. Yeah, uh, I, I think so too. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the lead on this one nice. uh, for the, the second half here for my top 10. Now, coming in at number 10 for myself was one that um, I actually picked up and kind of sat on for a bit without playing it a ton. And then with the initial shutdown, I found myself online teaching a bunch, but without students attending my classes. But I still had to be in front of my computer. (laughs) So. Solitaire. If my boss is listening, I didn't do this. (laughs) But. If I did, I would have. Streets of Rage 4. (laughs) <laughs> plays quite well in windowed mode. <laughs> uh, it brought me back to playing the earlier Streets of Rage games on like Sega Genesis and that sort of thing uh, with more more mechanics, more playable characters. Um, the story, I honestly didn't give a shit about. Um, I just wanted to beat people up. Shocker. Just a solid, yeah, just a solid side scroller beat them up with diverse levels and like very cool art design as well. Um, that's my number 10. Uh, my number nine actually sold me on the, the beta that we played and that was Riders Republic. I, I mean, I'll, I'll get to the other one later, but Riders Republic sort of filled the, the gap, the, the large, you know, kicker gap that was left by another <laughs> oh, extreme sports okay. game. Oh, Okay, and it sort of scratched that itch between you know needing a new SSX tricky or some sort of like extreme sports game in the snow. Ten eighty. <laughs> um, cool borders four is that? Bring back the- EA Sports big. What was the one with the penguins? <laughs> I think that was cool borders. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Riders Republic, you know, a lot of diversity, a lot of fun. I'm, I like that we're getting texts from Jordan every once in a while now. It's like, guys, I just did a bike race on a pizza delivery bike uh, <laughs> and shit like that. It's great. It's great to, to just it's watch fun. you explore and discover the game. Uh, my number eight pick was Hades. Ooh, and this oh, was, yeah, I believe, yeah. this was this a treasure trove game? Uh, I don't know if it ever made it on a segment or not, but, uh, yeah. It we just was, talked uh, about it for, like, Game of the Year and stuff like that. Yeah, we, yeah. we did. And it was one that I picked up, and, I man, is it – it's a lot of fun, but fuck, was it hard. Yeah, and, like, the yeah, – you need, you need to put significant amount of time into it to really, you know, fully get through the mechanics and the boss design and that sort of thing. But – um I spent I spent a chunk of time playing it, and it was it was nice to have like a solo game to play, because I mean the rest the rest of mine are all like multiplayer esque or way better with other people. Um, so Hades by number eight, number seven, number seven, seven, number seven, number seven came out of nowhere for me, and that was actually a free release game called Splitgate. Which was, it was an arena shooter, very, very similar vibe to like a Halo game, but was free to play, had tons of fun weapon design and level design. Um, 
that baseball bat was so much fun to use on it. Just ridiculous. <laughs> um, and it, it sort of filled a void where, you know, Modern Warfare and War and Warzone weren't quite doing it for me at that time. And Cold War was a piece of shit. Straight booty. So Splitgate was nice because it, it, it was fun. It didn't take itself too seriously. And it was accessible. And you could play for short stints uh, like I usually have. Uh, number six, my own six, six. Number six was a one that you know, we experienced or I experienced first at the the inaugural uh, Good Enough Bro Down. And that was Mario Golf. Um, yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. This one, you guys got to experience Kyle Dancy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and we loved it. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I... I actually borrowed it again from Jordan to play. Um, and it was a great time just to sit and play with my wife. It wasn't like so difficult that you had to like focus and really try hard, but you could like goof around and like, you know, distract each other and still have a fun time playing. Um, <laughs> new, new donk city as a, as a map yeah. was really, really funny. Cause it's just, it's like a par three map and it's just goofy as shit. And you're just like, well, like, I don't care if I'm bad at this. I'm not trying to beat anyone professionally. So, uh, you can just swing away and have some fun and laugh as the ball bounces around. Uh, our top five, my top five are all multiplayer games. They're all games that we have played together for the fact that for a lot of the a lot of the pandemic, this was all the social socialization we could get, uh, you know, logging on together, jumping in the group chat and goofing off and laughing at me as I failed to make it past the next level in Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> number five is Fall Guys. Guys. I love Fall Guys. We, we had a ton of fun with it. It was goofy. And as new updates came out as well, it was nice to like. You know, we would take a break for a while. It's like, oh, there's a new season out, guys. Everyone hop on for these new ridiculous maps. And we yeah. would, you know, hop on all together. And it was, it was a good time. We didn't have to play it lots. There's not that much skill involved. <laughs> I mean, there's some, obviously, because I'm trash. But <laughs> a lot of how it is just have- luck, too, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stupid luck. So how many crowns have you won? How many times have you won the whole thing? <laughs> like one or two as a group how about a solo I don't want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) this is is online bullying is what this is I feel personally targeted game and speaking of targeted my (laughs) my number four pick was actually sort of the, the Call of Duty franchise in the recent past skipping Cold War so Modern Warfare, Vanguard, and Warzone. Like like Trevor said, Jordan, Trevor, and I put a lot of time, a lot of time into, into Warzone, especially in the earlier seasons when uh, the pandemic just started to hit. And we had tons of time, and I had time by myself. And um, it, was, it was fun to jump on. Uh, you know, we weren't so serious that we we're going for dubs every single time. Uh, we were trying our best. Some of us, uh, some of us just couldn't stand not 
engaging in action and <laughs> Kyle. full send. I, I have some full send tendencies. Leroy Jenkins. Um, yep. <laughs> but even even like the the multiplayer side of Modern Warfare and Vanguard, both were extremely awesome and like made me remember why Call of Duty was as good as it was. Um, you know, bringing it back to that Modern Warfare era where it was such a strong game. You know, I remember, you know, watching like uh, um, Sandy Ravage compilations. <laughs> Not Randy Savage. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Ravage. Sandy Ravage Super um, fast runner. Akimbo a Slice, if you will. Um, <laughs> and just some of his like highlight mixtapes and stuff. Her, his compilations were just ridiculous back in like the Modern Warfare 2 eras. And this sort of brought me back to that. Uh, my number three was uh, Tony Hawk one and two remastered simply because it brought me back down that memory lane and man, was it good. The soundtrack um, alone. Oh, and the fact that they, they still got the rights again to the majority of those songs was yeah. the best part. Cause that's, I mean, again, that's one of those things that like shaped my music taste as, as a kid. And it still stuck with me somehow. Um, you know, everyone everyone hears the first couple lines uh, or like notes of uh, Goldfinger Superman, and immediately all you think of is Tony Hawk. Yes, yeah. sir. Right? There's literally a Tony Hawk soundtrack cover band. Yeah, which is nuts. <laughs> that just play songs from the Tony Hawk soundtrack. That's amazing. I would go see that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my number two uh, is Tribes of Midgard. Wow, uh, it's All recent. Love that. I've, you know, it's it's my kind of game, and the fact that it it reinvigorated us to seek out playing time together and carve out time together, which is really what's the most important thing. And my number one is the one that started it all. The one that you know I played for a long time on PC. And came back to it on the PlayStation after, at the request of, I think it was Jordan. It would have been Jordan. I think it was Jordan. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, it's on sale right now. I feel like I'm being picked on. (laughs) No, you're just being appreciated. We're being appreciative. Aw, shucks. (laughs) Diablo 3. The one where that, you know, not only you know, got us online together and chatting and, you know, just bullshitting together. But the thing that inspired this all to begin with, right? Here we are 40 episodes in, like over 40 hours of content, probably somehow that we just keep talking and finding reasons (laughs) to talk and chat together. Yes, this has evolved into the most ridiculous group chat (laughs) ever. I don't even want to know what the backup file size looks like. Yeah, no doubt. Not of dumb GIFs and memes that are saved in my phone because of our chat. (laughs) You know, some people people wonder if I even work. The answer is (laughs) no. The answer is yes if you're listening. My boss is listening. The answer is yes. Yeah. If you're listening, I am the hardest worker. <laughs> so that uh, Diablo three concludes my top 10. Um, 
love that franchise. Really looking forward to Diablo 4. Um, Diablo 2 Resurrected just didn't quite do it the same for me on console, which is unfortunate because I really, really wanted to like it. But I just, I couldn't. I got full addicted. I bought it on both. <laughs> <laughs> you, yes, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. Trevor, Trevor All got right. hooked big time on that game for sure. Yeah, yeah. he went yeah. he went down memory lane hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, finally got a turn to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true, Daryl. <laughs> Ooh. I watched a lot of Diablo 2 growing up, and now I finally you play it. You sure did. <laughs> Pull that big brother card all the time. Yeah, it's my turn, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, last but not least, Jordan with his extensive, extensive collection. Um, <laughs> Kyle likes to talk about, about this. Kyle likes to talk about how extensive and long my lists are all the time. So. <laughs> yes, I've seen his list. It's quite long. <laughs> I think I broke him. Oh, God. All right. So uh, my my top 10. Uh, this was a hard one. I had to I had I've interchanged a lot of these games and kind of swapped some stuff out. Because there were so um, many. Yeah. <laughs> um, number 10 was uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Nice. Good pick. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that was a game from, from the day it was announced uh, on the PS5 showcase. Um, I was immediately hooked. I love the art style. I love that it looks like a, like a Pixar movie. Um, and uh, so I was really happy to get to play that. So I hope we get a sequel or something in that universe. Mm -hmm. Um, Number nine uh, for me was a rise, a simple story. Um, Talked about that on the last episode. Um, It's, it's a game that, uh, that holds a very special kind of personal uh, memory for me. Um, it's it's something that I played at a time I, I really needed uh, some mental escapism from my life, and um, it, it definitely hit a lot of the notes that I needed at the time. Um, number eight, uh, Daryl already kind of spoke about it a little bit, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Nice. Uh, that game is just so damn good, and fuck, it looks good. <laughs> right? You know, like, I... Yeah, I I don't even like racing games, and when I saw it at your place, I was like very very impressed, and you know would consider maybe playing it. You just can't I was, help. But I appreciate sat there for like an hour and a half, yeah. Just playing. And Jordan's I, like, just play, just keep playing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Trevor, you need to experience this game. I will sit here yeah. and watch gladly. And yeah, uh, yeah Daryl, you hit the nail on the head. It is a game that you have to appreciate, just with the amount of detail and just how beautiful it looks there. There's not many games I'll, I'll play purely based on graphics. And uh, Forza is one of those games where like, even if the game was, was shit, which it isn't, but I would still play it because it looks that good. Yeah. Um, Honestly, but uh, clean number set number seven for me. 
Um, kind of going a, an opposite direction from some of, some of the others. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen for me. Um, I, Ooh, I played yeah. the uh, I played the Royal Edition um, back in twenty twenty when there was a huge lull of games. I, I think honestly, I was waiting for Tsushima to come out. Uh, at the end of the summer, and I was like, "Fuck, I have nothing to play." Um, mm-hmm. And I, I had tried to play um, Final Fantasy 15 a bunch over the years, and it was either really glitchy or they had frame rate issues. So I just, I put it on the back burner. Um, came back to it, ran incredibly well. Thankfully, um, I just love the. I love the story in that game. I love the road trip dynamic between the the four guys. Um, you know, there's probably a little bit of a bias there because it some of the bickering I think reminded me of if the four of us were to go on a road trip with each other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um I, I really like I want to be gladius. Yeah, you go ahead, buddy. <laughs> um but uh, yeah, the story was good. I, I actually quite liked the combat. I know a lot of Final Fantasy purists didn't, um, but uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, a little bit more fast-paced, which was up my alley. Um, ne- next game, uh, Tribes of Midgard. Uh, we've we've yep. talked a, a shit ton about that game. Uh, purely it's on the list for just being a, a co-op kind of bro-down game for us. Um, it gives us an excuse to hop on usually once a week just to shoot the shit and, you know, fight some giant Jotun, which is which is cool. So um, after that, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, no surprise there. Um, it's in my top three best games of the PS4 uh, generation. Um, that game top to bottom from... Uh, the graphics engine to animation to combat to story like it is just it is so good um i platinum that game when it came number out number one best intro ever oh yeah, yeah, the, like the, really the opening, good yeah. yeah yeah the opening battle uh, on the beach is yeah there there's not too many games that open that good um and yeah, some of the story beats Daryl and I with the horse. Uh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Spoilers. Anyway. Yes, yeah, spoilers. Honestly, I remember like that opening se- scene through like where you're riding your horse through the like the blowing grass like the and the fields and up. stuff. Oh, and yeah. I literally like stopped. It was like, holy shit. Yeah, like it's, I, how I, cool is that? I've never yeah. been so impressed by just like the sheer immenseness of like a scene. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like both my wife and my brother-in-law saw it too. We're like, is this is a game? Yeah. Yeah, Like, what are you playing? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The, the soundtrack is fantastic. I still listen to a lot of the music from that game. Um, It's, it's something that, uh, that I really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I honestly think it's the game that got me into photo mode, to be honest. Um, you know, that obviously right. there's a lot of games I've sent you guys photos of, but I think it started with Tsushima. Yeah. Um, that game just looked too good not to try and figure out uh, video game photos. Do you also have a small journal of haikus? 
<laughs> no, I don't. I do have a very extensive set of headbands in my closet, though. Nice. <laughs> ah, Daniel Sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, uh, fourth on the list is Returnal. Um, right. I, yeah. I, I'm the only one in the group that's that's played it. Um, I highly recommend to any of our listeners that are looking for a good uh, next gen game. I highly recommend it. Um, that game just it has huge uh, like aliens and Prometheus vibes, and uh, the combat and the gameplay is really good. Um, I still think it utilizes uh, the PS5 like haptic feedback and triggers probably better than any game so far. Um, uh-huh. And uh, there's one boss fight. Um, and the music that also surrounds that boss fight. Um, and I think for anybody that's played the game, will know what I'm talking about. Um, that music still sticks in my head. Um, it's, uh, very, very memorable. Um, and I hope we get a sequel. I, I, I don't think we are going to, but, uh, I would love to see a sequel to that game. Uh, third on the list is another uh, story game. My, my top three that's actually more single player than, than multiplayer. Uh, number three, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, um, I don't think, I think there's maybe a small camp. I think it is still the minority uh, camp, but uh, I think Miles Morales is better than, uh, than the first Spider-Man game. Um, I, I just think it, it gave them a chance to fine tune a lot of the mechanics and the combat. I think miles has more interesting powers, uh, than Peter Parker does. Um, I, I also think the story is just better. It's more streamlined. It's more compact. Uh, there's better character moments because there's less filler. It's only about 10 ish hours to beat that story. Um, but from start to finish, uh, they do a very good job of character developments and making you care about those characters. So um, that one uh, hit hit top three for me. Uh, number two uh, is Diablo three. Um, yes. yes. Part of the reason, part of the reason it's that high, kind of like Kyle said, it's the reason this podcast exists. Um, you know, I think some of us have, have kind of had the idea of, of doing a podcast for years. Uh, but it wasn't until we started playing this game and bullshitting about random stuff and doing, uh, you know, riffs day after day that uh, we finally decided like, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about some pretty cool things. We're, we're laughing our asses off. We should make a podcast. Um, we are goddamn, and here we are, yeah. forty we episodes are. later. <laughs> so, that one hit number two for me for for that reason. Um, I cannot wait for Diablo Four. Um, oh yeah, like I am come on so Microsoft, pumped. pull it together. Yes, yeah, no doubt. Save it, save that sinking <laughs> ship. Survive, yeah. survive. Um, and then number one, a little bit of recency bias. Um, but also, I think it's a game that's going to stick with me for a very long time. Uh, Death Stranding. Wow. Really? Wow. Jeez. Uh, a prize come from behind winner. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. 
Um, Death Stranding is a game I tried to play when it first was released on the PS4. Um, unfortunately, back then, I did not operate my backlog very well. And uh, I just got overwhelmed by the amount of games that I had to play. And so you just I, had to play. Yeah. Um, Shut up, it, Kyle. So I, <laughs> <laughs> Treasure um, it, true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the game didn't get the love it deserved. Um, but in in my benefit, uh, Kojima came out with the director's cut for the PS5. So they uh, they introduced... Um, a bunch of different mechanics. Uh, they made a lot of quality of life changes, made it feel less grindy, uh, obviously upping it to 4K 60 FPS is not a bad thing either. That game is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but uh, the story is, it's just so good. Um, the The characters, you care you care about everybody that's that's in that game. Um, the, uh, the motion capture and, and the animation of the actors is phenomenal. Um, the, uh, the, the final, the final chapter of that, of that game is almost like a miniature, it's like a short film almost. Um, like, like I would say the last chapter is almost a 40 minute cutscene, basically that just wraps up the ending. Oh, sure. Um, you know, but Strap it was awesome. In, I guess. You just, yeah, <laughs> you, you just sit back and you know grab some popcorn and and just enjoy it. And like, super emotional. Um, uh, the, there's great music uh, in in the game as well. Um, I, I liked the uh, the social features of being able to build structures in your worlds that would then be populated in other people's game worlds. So. Uh, and vice versa, you know, there were a lot of times I would boot up that game and uh, a giant valley that I couldn't cross before. All of a sudden there was a bridge there that somebody had built. And uh, so it allowed me to, you know, finish cool. my objective uh, faster. Um, and there's no other game that I've really experienced that type of, you know, quote, multiplayer um, before. Um, so I thought that was really interesting too. So, um, but yeah, anybody who hasn't played that game, if you're looking for like a strategy simulator, kind of a relaxing game, um, definitely check out Death Stranding. It is worth, get through the first two hours and it is worth your time. I promise you. And that's my top 10. Nice. Shit. We are through. Um, we did it. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) And you officially listened to us bullshit about stuff for over an hour. That's pretty pretty standard these days. Season finales are always a little long winded. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that being said, if, if you have a top five or a top 10, you want to share with us, let us know if, if you have games that you want us to play next, please let us know. We we're gonna take a bit of a, a bit of time off to regroup and get our lives in order and rebuild our treasure trove. Um, <laughs> oh, it's built. <laughs> it's stacked. Uh, so, as well, 
you know, if if you have a game that you think is the the best, the best game ever made, the best. the best. Uh, shout out to to one of our listeners, Tyler, for for engaging in this discussion with us. But we're gonna come back to this because um, we we need some time to think on it. Uh, what do you think the best game of all time is? Oof. Right? This isn't like a quick answer question. This is some deep introspection. What is the goat? What is the goat of games in your mind? We need to know. Greatest of all times for those that don't know sports lingo. Um, (laughs) So once again, we we appreciate any and all of you for for listening on a regular basis. Uh, Please make sure you give us, you know, throw some positive feedback five stars on spotify and apple podcasts um interact with us we we talk back um yakety yak we talk back (laughs) 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 sorry i'm trying to get through wandavision again we're not like behavioral problems or anything like that we'll we'll talk back as in like we'll give you feedback and you know what we think We, we want to have we want to have potato, conversations potato. with with you people. Yes, we we want to talk. So, talk. Um. Again, yeah, like I said before, we appreciate everyone listening. Um, this has been a passion project for us, and by God, we are passionate about it. Um. Thanks again, and we hope you had a good enough season. I think that season was good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Good enough. (laughs) Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Write us or comment or email about anything from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future. Any and all feedback is generally appreciated. We also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming, nerdy, and, you know, just plain geek stuff. Uh, Please subscribe to Good Enough Gaming Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release episodes every Wednesday, so mark that in your calendar. See you next week.